You are now listening to Hans. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Welcome everyone to the first episode of Han Speaks. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm so excited to get this podcast going. Many of you who know me personally know I've been working on this for a while and it's finally here. I'm finally doing it. Um, For those who have never heard me before, thank you so much for joining me. Um, Han Speaks is a podcast that I want to be totally listener driven. As a matter of fact, I have two other podcasts, one called the Hans and Tristan podcast and another called The Breakdown with Hans and Christian. What sets this one apart is that it's totally listener driven. Of course, I tell you all of this in my trailer. So if you didn't listen to the trailer, peep that as well. But I just wanted something to where people are totally engaging in the process. So I'm not just here spewing my thoughts exactly, but more so I'm engaging with the listener and that's what I crave on. And as always, I'm a man of the people. So if I can help out anybody in any way with sharing an experience, I'm going to do it. So I thought this first episode would be great a great way of me introducing myself because oftentimes you jump into a podcast and you really want to know about the host you want to know their history um you want to know their backstory so to say so what i did on my social media i put a couple posts up on my stories and said hey what questions would you like for me to answer about myself because it's only fair that i answer questions about myself if i'm going to ask you to turn in questions for me to answer about yourselves so we're going to start with me on this episode telling you about myself my life process and answering some questions that you guys have tuned in so let's start with one of them uh how old am i wow okay um so i am 34 years old this year 2021 yes i'm 34 um I was born in the great country, the first black free nation of Haiti, raised in the New York, New Jersey area, now reside in the ATL Atlanta area. Um, another question is, where did I go to school? So I uh, went to Georgia State University and got my bachelor's in psychology. And then I went down to South Georgia, Valdosta, Georgia, where I got my my master's in marriage and family therapy from Valdosta State University. So I became a therapist as well, um, all driven really by my passion to really help people. That's always been something of mine. I know that um, oftentimes when you have to kind of figure out what you want to do, it can be a tough course. But I really knew early on, like in high school, that my goal was to really help people. So that's why I chose marriage and family therapy as my master's. Um, Am I single? Do I have a girlfriend? Um, Neither. I am married. I have been married for about a year now. So legally a year. Um, We got married legally before we did our wedding. So we're coming up on our one year anniversary. So I am married to a beautiful, beautiful young lady by the name of Ty. She's from MIA. Um, I met her in my master's program, actually. Uh, Do I have any kids? 
no don't have any kids um my wife calls her our dogs her kids but they're just dogs to me so i guess there are fur babies i don't know but no kids just yet um let me get to another one. Oh, this is a good one how do you handle disagreements with your wife Ooh, and do you see her as a patient sometimes um just analyzing what you say if she was a client so my wife is a therapist as well like i said we met each other in our master's program she went on to get her phd as well congrats babe um so how do we handle disagreements let me start there first so it really depends on the level of disagreement so typically we are the same in that we tend not to want to have conflict initially head on so i say that to say if something's wrong or somebody does something to get on somebody's nerves we'll sit back a second kind of analyze it to see what's going on maybe we may be tripping or maybe we missed something and once we kind of analyze it then we're like okay no this person did do something to kind of upset me we kind of wait we wait to see if the person may realize they did something wrong or maybe an apology may be coming but if that doesn't come um usually after honestly a day or so of analyzing we come together usually one of us will be like hey you know we're not on the same page what's going on and it would lead to a conversation and typically it's led to resolution 99 percent of the time now i'm going to be honest initially when we first got together that's not how we handle disagreements this is something that has come from us really learning how to deal um with conflict with each other and really finding our stride as a couple initially man it would either be one of us would ignore it and be passive aggressive or um until the point where it'd be like a breaking point and somebody would just you know explode and get upset um so it really took us a while so i'm not gonna sit here and say we we're perfect and we're still learning because like i said it really depends on the level because if it's a hot button issue it may not you know take that we may not take that day to introspect and analyze it we may just come straight out like look this is what's going on what why are you doing this or etc etc so that's kind of how we are handling disagreements um so because we're both therapists i think that's why we take times to analyze kind of the situation in our emotional state but we don't really treat each other like clients um it's just really hard to do when you're in the thick of things you're so emotionally connected to each other you can't treat each other like a client because when you're um working with uh your clients it's um it's not ethical to be that emotionally invested so i'd have to say we don't um i will say early on when we were dating we would kind of maybe you know analyze each other's comments to certain questions or answers to certain questions but for the most part at least i can say for me i don't really um analyze my wife <laughs> as i would a client um just because we're therapists but I, I get that question i get that question um what is your pet peeve wow um the one that comes to mind right now is I don't like to be openly disrespected. And here's what I mean. Like, 
I don't like it when people go out their way to embarrass you publicly when it's something that they could have had a conversation with you in private. So, for example, let's say I um, did something wrong with my wife. Like my expectation is for her to deal with me on a personal level and not put it out in the public. So I guess those who want to make a spectacle out of something and really air somebody out that's kind of like a pet peeve of mine because i always feel like if you can have a personal conversation with somebody especially when it comes to conflict that to me does better for the relationship and it to me aids the process of resolution rather than airing it out and making making it public and then more people tend to get involved and it just becomes messy so i guess that would say that would be one of my pet peeves right now um another one is people who smoke and you know i don't have anything against smoking you smoke that's on you but people who blow smoke like around everybody when they're smoking like not everybody wants to smell that or smell like what you're smoking so i think that's another one of my pet peeves oh this is another good question y'all what makes you qualified to discuss certain topics so here's the answer to that it really depends on the topic so there are topics where i may have a certain amount of knowledge on by virtue of my education and then there's certain topics that i really feel qualified to discuss by virtue of experience so those two will be my main driving components and whether i feel like i'm qualified to talk about a topic but generally speaking i feel like everyone has the freedom to talk about a a topic as free as they want now whether you sound educated or not in regards to that topic is up to you really and your level of dedication and research you want to do with that topic but um for the most part any topics that you guys bring to me if i don't feel qualified to discuss it i will honestly nine times out of ten bring somebody on the show that has an expertise in that area to give you more insight on that topic um, especially if it's a topic I'm getting repeatedly by you guys. So please understand if you have turned in a topic to me and I have not yet answered it or expounded about it, about it on the show, it really is one of two things. I haven't gotten to it yet or two, I'm looking for an expert or someone to bring on the show to really give further insight on that topic or three, I'm doing more research myself. Because the last thing I want to do is really come on here, sound real ignorant, and not know what I'm talking about. So, we'll do that. Um, last question before I go to break. Um, what other ventures do you have going on? That's a good question. So, I am actively working on this podcast. This is my venture. I'm also a GM at a Chick-fil-A right now. Um, I'm also recording two other podcasts. I'm trying to dabble into voiceovers a little bit, but um, I haven't gotten any solid work into that. Um, as always, I'm doing uh, life coaching as well on the side and mentoring. So I really do have a lot going on right now. Sounds like a lot, but I'm managing it and it's all things that I'm passionate about. So it really doesn't feel like work at all, which is a blessing because not many people can really say that they're out here doing something that they love and care about. All right, guys, I got a couple more questions coming your way, but we're going to take a quick break. Thank you so much for listening to Han Speaks.
Welcome back to Han Speaks, and I am continuing to answer the questions that you guys have turned in regarding myself. Like I said, I can't start a podcast asking everyone to turn in questions about their interests or ask me to comment about personal experience without sharing a little bit about myself. Next question Do you go to therapy yourself or together with your wife? The answer is yes to both. Uh, Both my wife and myself go to therapy um, individually, and we have been to therapy as a couple as well. So both before and after we've been married. Um, I mean, I think it's one of the best things you can really ever do for yourself is to go to therapy. And that's not to say something is wrong or you're in crisis or you're experiencing mental illness in any way, shape or form. Oftentimes you really just need a safe space to share what's going on in your life and just get another perspective because oftentimes people can glean or offer you a another perspective that you really have not been able to see yourself because if we're really honest there are certain things that are going on in our lives that are so deep that we really just don't have the ability to pull back far enough to seek another perspective or to see another side of it. So I highly recommend that if you have not seen a therapist or even thought about seeing a therapist, to please reach out to one. You can do so by, honestly, the easiest way is to go, if you have health insurance, is to contact your primary care provider. They usually have a list of therapists who are within your network. Um, Another easy way is to go onto Psychology Today and you just put in your zip code and it'll give you a list of providers who are within your area as well and it'll tell you whether they accept insurance or not and their specialties. So please, if you're just curious, curious about it, go out, see somebody and understand that you have the option of choosing and picking somebody that you like so when you're seeking a therapist make sure you interview your therapist because they have to be a perfect fit you have to feel comfortable you have to feel safe and also you have to feel confident that they're educated enough to be able to help you so please don't hesitate in interviewing your therapist and if you feel uncomfortable or unsatisfied stop services you're not married to your therapist by any means so please seek out therapy if you haven't done so like i said it doesn't always have to um you don't always have to be in crisis to seek therapy oh this is another good question have you ever been in a toxic relationship if so what made it toxic um okay so yes i would have to say i've been in a toxic relationship and i hesitate to answer this question because i do feel that this word toxic or even the topic of toxic relationships is something that is kind of um a trendy uh a trendy word or a hot topic right now and a lot of relationships that people are putting up there as toxic are not really toxic so um that's why I hesitate because I don't want to kind of continue this negative trend of, I don't know, glorifying toxic relationships um, when they can really be detrimental. But 
that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, yes, I've been in a toxic relationship. So what made it toxic was both me and her were not willing to accept each other where we were at. So what we were doing was we were trying to push each other to the potential that we saw and not accepting each other where we were at. So we were dating the potential of that person. So I was dating the potential her and she was dating the potential me, but we were not yet um, willing to accept that, hey, this is who Hans is right now. And he's not yet reached that potential, which created a lot of issues for us. Also, if I'm honest, there were a lot of things that were coming up that was related to that person's past relationships that was not taken care of, that was then causing trouble in our process. So I really felt like I was in a relationship with a couple people. So that added on to the toxicity of that relationship and i think that to me is what would really make it toxic because we we're pushing and hurting each other because we were mad that they weren't living up to who we thought they were or the potential that we thought they were so that's really what made it toxic um in my eyes i just hope that you know I learned a lot from that situation. I'm not going to lie. I did. I hope she learned a lot from it. Um, we don't really keep in touch, so don't know whether she did or not, but I hope so. I really do hope so. Um, what do I like to do for fun? So I love playing basketball, even though I haven't played it in a while, you know, quarantine, but some gyms and courts are opening back up. So I might dabble. I am a little concerned though about COVID. Uh, I also love to watch different shows. So I do um, find myself really unwinding with TV shows. It's a habit I really picked up when I was actively doing therapy full time. And, you know, therapy is really hard mental work. And to help me unwind, I would often just, you know, binge watch a couple shows on Netflix and different platforms. Now it's something that I've really grown to love so much so that I really just don't even play video games anymore. I used to love playing video games, but I really can't remember the last time I did that. Um, so, yeah, movies, TV shows. I really love doing that for fun. Um, like I said, being active, playing basketballs basketball also hanging out with friends too even though like i said we're in covid right now can't do that as much but um just close group of friends hanging out chilling with my wife of course love hanging out with her that's bae so um that's what i like to do for fun um and the last question is what is happiness for me hmm Happiness for me is really being able to do what I love every day. Um, and that doesn't mean it has to be for a profession or it has to bring me income. But honestly, having the ability to pursue my passions every day and also um, to have my loved one by my side, that brings me happiness. So. I guess in summation, happiness to me is being able to do what I love and also being able uh, to be surrounded by my loved ones. That's big for me. So as long as I have those two things, I am really completely happy. So, yeah. So those are the questions that you guys turned in. If you have any other questions, you can turn them in. And here's how you do so. So if you would like to turn in a question or share an experience 
uh, with me and have me comments about it on the podcast, you can do so via my Instagram, which is Han Speaks, the same name as the podcast. Instagram Han Speaks. You can go on there, you can DM me, or you can hit the email button and email me your uh, questions or topics or experiences. Also, if you're on Twitter, I'm on Twitter as Hans underscore speaks. So if you're on Twitter and you want to turn in a question via Twitter, Hans underscore speaks at Twitter. Hit me up on there as well, guys. And I am really excited about hearing from you guys. So please don't hesitate. No question is too dumb. Um, Also, all entries will be anonymous unless you want me to shout you out, which I have no problem doing. So if you turned in a question and you say, hey, yo, shout out my Instagram or Twitter page, I will do that. I have no problem doing that. But if you don't tell me otherwise, like I did with the other questions you guys heard today, I will not shout you out. They are confidential. Nobody needs to know who said it and who turned in these questions. So please understand. I'll try to make this a safe space as possible. Um, And I encourage you guys to please turn in questions. Hit me up on my social media. Let me know what you guys think of the podcast as well. For those who are listening, thank you so much. Please, please continue to listen. Share the podcast with your friends. It's available wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. And I'll see you guys next time.